Welcome everyone to episode 351 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Will. And it's just us. I was reminded actually last night to have the cricket soundbite ready to go. And of course, I forgot since last night. So Dang it, uh, I know our topic for today is going to be just the news. I had had a couple ideas tossing around, uh, tossed around for an episode today, uh, but none of them ended up working out. We ended up having to delay the episode uh, due to Will's internet outage and playoff hockey to a lesser extent. Uh, the Predators first game was on last night. So uh, we are going to be doing just the news. Uh, it may seem low effort initially, but uh, I promise you the fact that we're on is the fact that uh, it means uh, not a low effort. So yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been one hell of a week. Let me tell oh, you. God, has it been frustrating <laughs> for me? I've just like, I haven't had internet for like two days and I can't do anything. And it's just been my, li- I never realized how integral internet is to my life. Yeah. Until, yeah. It's, until it's gone. Yeah, and we're lucky we have our phones that we can use in a in a pinch, you know. Yep. So, first world problems, I realize, but still, it's a it sucks. Uh, you know, when my internet goes out and my kids can't watch Peppa Pig, you know, they're they're not happy. Yeah, oh. and when I can't do anything either, I'm not happy. Yeah, I and mean, you're in school, so that's you got to have that. Yeah, I'm a little behind on my homework, but whatever. We'll we'll figure it out this weekend. Uh, do you have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? Anything new you played? To be honest, Dan, I I don't even think I played Far Cry. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I have. Uh, I haven't really been playing too awful much. Yeah, I mean you're getting into finals week, so. Yeah, I've got like maybe four more weeks of school. Oh okay. Um, but like quick school aside, like my math class, I'm doing so well, I won't have to take the final. Oh, nice. Um, but my chemistry one, I, I, I am crawling to the finish line. Okay. <laughs> so um, it's my fault. It's one of those things where I just don't ever feel like studying this type of chemistry. Yeah. I don't know. My problem was always saving stuff to do until the absolute very last minute. I always did my best work at that point, but it was also like quite a bit more stressful than it needed to be. Definitely. Well, the thing is, is like I can do my homeworks like in a timely fashion, get that turned in projects and so on and so forth. But if I block out time to study, no matter how far in advance, I will just not study until it's right up against test time. Yeah. And that's where I procrastinate the most. And that's where it hurts me because you can't just learn chemistry an entire chapter in four hours. Uh, no, no, nope. <laughs> so. that's something that needs to be have a foundation and have it built upon. And yeah, that's that's a lot of learning there. Yep. So, okay. Uh, I will. I played Oxenfree, so I will be talking about Oxenfree later on. It was out on the Switch. And it was five dollars. I've been wanting to buy it and play it, or play one of your guys' Steam copies. But it was like it's just easiest to play things on the Switch. So yeah, uh, I bought it on the Switch, and I probably put about an hour in at this point. So I will talk a little bit about that. Uh, I played more. Played more Kirby. Looking forward to hearing about Oxenfree. Oxenfree is a game that I have really wanted to play for a really long time, but yeah. I think my deterrent is also sitting at the computer to play it. So I think I need to play it on Switch. Yeah, I, sh- I you should have bought it when it was five bucks. I don't. It's probably twenty back up to twenty now. It might still be on sale. I'll check. Well, I haven't had internet, so I can't oh, even check. That's right. Yeah, your uh, wireless is out now. Your wired is working okay. Luckily. Well, because there's another game I want to get to. Um, which is the Bioshock remaster, the 
for um, Xbox, but I haven't been able to get that either. Gotcha. Because I've got a hankering for some Bioshock. Yeah, well, we've got some Bioshock news and Bioshock feedback, so we will yep. definitely be talking Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, well, without further ado, I guess we can dive into the news. Uh, so, yeah, the first one. Uh, up on the list that you see here is 2K Studio reportedly, reportedly developing a new Bioshock. Oh. Uh, apparently, this is uh, Jason Schreier did a report uh, that focused on the making of Mafia 3. Uh, apparently, the oh, this is I should say this is from uh, IGN too by Austin Wood. Uh, so I'll click on that here. Whoops. It's kind of, oh, I forget. this. These are probably going to have noise, so I will try to silence that. Yeah, um, it's all right. But yeah, uh, some people were worried that Bioshock was not going to come back because Ken Levine, uh, and uh, was he was that Irrational Games that he was a part of? Yep, it was Irrational. Uh, okay, he left. He left to start his own, uh, start his own game developer uh, game studio. So people were worried that Bioshock was not not going to come back. But so wait, was um, was that the? Sorry to interrupt, but the, was okay. the studio that did. Um... City of Brass, that game that's in early access right now and it's coming oh, out in May. Okay. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, maybe. C- City of Brass looks pretty interesting. I really want to play it. I'm thinking of getting it, to be honest. Yeah. That's the first person, uh, like, uh, what, Persian one? Yeah, and it's like a... It's like, um, you have a whip and a sword. Yeah, what's that game um, the game's called where you're going through, like, dungeons? uh they're like which the, one they're like um the style of game it's like what binding of isaac is dungeon crawler uh it, uh yeah i know what you mean i know what you're talking about it's like that style of game you know like the there's some of the places are generated randomly like stuff uh-huh. like that okay that's cool yeah it looks awesome yeah so that's exciting uh we're fans of bioshock here so i don't know if it'll be the same without ken levine but we, i guess we'll see right well, I was actually reading that article at work today, and they were talking about how they've kept it so, like, the team so small because they want to nail down, like, the concept behind the game uh-huh. uh, and make sure it's actually a solid concept and they're not just kind of throwing the name Bioshock on it um, just for sales. So, like, I guess, like, the studio, it's next to uh, Hangar 13, which did Mafia 3. Yeah, um, I, they, said, I saw Hangar 13 on there. Yeah, they actually didn't even know what was going on in that building because it's right next to that studio uh, until, I guess, this article kind of came out about it. Uh, they kept it such on a tight leash because they didn't want to, you know, yeah. blow the spot for the studio. Gotcha. But. Yeah, I, that's good because a lot of times those games feel like they're too much made by a committee and they don't really have any direction you know so that that's good that they're keeping it small you know obviously you have to have a lot of people work on it not working on the uh the artwork and the sound effects but if you can keep the storyline at least you know tight and, and game mechanics mm-hmm. to a small team and have have some direction exactly and i think that's a recipe for success so i'm really yeah. i'm really looking forward to seeing what they do i guess its code name is parkside too parkside um which is an interesting Interesting uh, code name. I don't know. Yeah. Code names usually don't mean anything, can, like to about the game, right? Really? Uh, it might. You never know. Sometimes it's a way of throwing people off. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard be, to know. To be honest, I'm, I'm really looking forward to see what they do with this. Yeah, because Infinite was incredible. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. 
Uh, so there's that. The Darksiders 3 publisher, this is from GameSpot, won't be at E3 because they will be watching World Cup soccer and drinking beer. Uh, so THQ Nordic was doing Darksiders 3 and also uh, Bio... Was it Biomutant? Yeah, I think it is Biomutant. They're, they're a new game that's, that's supposed to be coming out before too long. I think it's Biomutant. Dang it. I just saw a... Uh... Oh, yeah, it is Biomutant. Okay, it's on there. Uh, <laughs> hey, why not, you know? Yeah, I, I kind of respect that, that they do that. Yeah. I, I don't know if that doesn't mean they're not going to be there at all. Or if they're, like, just the... Uh... Like, they're not going to have any kind of presence? Or uh, that's what it seems like. First of all, Darksiders 3 isn't out yet. No. no. That's surprising, because haven't this game been, like, worked on for... I feel like they teased it, like, last year. Really? Yeah, I think they teased it at some point last year. Uh, And then they did the Darksiders and Darksiders 2 remastered versions. Uh, and put those on like everything so people could have a chance to play it if, you know, for moving into the third game. I feel like Darksiders 3 was maybe announced at E3 last year. Maybe I'm thinking of like the remasters because I feel like Darksiders is something I hear about every single year. But yeah. Oh, yeah. OK, well, so that's probably that's. Think- that's because the re- they they remastered and, and put, you know, they put the remaster versions on the Wii U and then the remastered versions came to uh, the new consoles. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, I'm pretty sure at some point last year, they announced Darksiders 3. I'm almost positive it was E3. It was one of the big game game conventions, maybe Gamescom or something like that. But it was, yeah, it was definitely one of them. You're definitely right with that. So. To be honest, I've never played a Darksiders game. No, I've not either, but I've been wanting I every year I put the Darksiders, at least the first Darksiders on my uh four in February <laughs> list and, and no one ends up picking it, so <laughs> so I end up not watching it. They're maybe not next, playing playing one of them. Maybe next year when you and I are picking every games for ourselves, because it's just <laughs> you and me, I'll uh, yep. throw that one on there and pick it yeah. for you. <laughs> there you go. Well then we'll each pick two games for each other. <laughs> and I'll beat two or three of them and you won't play any of them. Right, as is tradition, the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, because it was. I think it was the same thing last year and then the year before. I, I don't. I think I played three out of the four games and didn't beat the four. I think it was Mad Max that I didn't end up playing. Yeah, Mad Max was the one you didn't end up. All right, wait. This year or last year? Last year. Last year, yeah. And then you never finished Cosmic Star Heroin this year, correct? Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. 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 Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, uh, football manager touch 2018 comes to Nintendo switch. Uh, I spend a decent amount of time on the Nintendo switch subreddit uh, every day and people were pumped for, for football manager on Mm. the switch. Uh, it's one of those games that you can spend hundreds and thousands of hours playing yeah and i wish i had had some way of keeping track of nhl Eastside hockey manager when i was really into that like 10 years ago mm-hmm. and and how much i played it was probably more than 10 years ago maybe like 12 years ago but i probably put a thousand hours into that and it's just numbers and math and names and and met menus and grids and it but it was glorious i'm actually surprised glorious. dan that you haven't played uh the steam release of Eastside hockey manager I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. 
It's the same yeah. reason why I haven't really played Crusader Kings 2, and I haven't really played Civ in a while. It's why I won't play Fortnite. Yeah, once you get into something like that, it's hard to tear yourself away. Yeah, definitely. I've got, I've got other I've got other stuff going on now, so it's it's hard for me to to justify spending all that time on one thing. Yeah, and like with the podcast, like I want to play new things as often as I can, considering I don't have too awful much time to play games. So I like to stay like fresh with what I've been playing. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to focus too much on one thing. Mm-hmm. And we got God of War coming up here next yeah. week. Which... Yeah, we'll have an episode on that. Probably not next week, but maybe the week after. I'm hoping right. it's short that I can have it beat by the episode. It seems like it's going to be longer than the other ones. I think the other ones were, you know, the 6-8. I, I don't even know. I've never played them, but I, I feel like they'll, I'm going to look because I feel like I'm, they're I'm probably, probably way off base here. I actually think you're right. I want to say they're no more than like 12 hours. Out of war. Kind of like the Devil May Cry's. Yeah. How long to beat? Main story, nine hours. Completion is 12 and a half. That's for the first God of War. Okay. So, yeah, I wasn't wasn't off base there. But this one is, is, it seems to be, it's fully 3D. I don't know if it's open world or if it's kind of like a, like Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, where it's uh, 3D, but not necessarily like open open world, you know? I, I think I read today on Reddit that it's a semi-open world. Okay. Well, that's cool. So it is, but isn't. And there's side yeah. quests and stuff like that, so. It's getting glowing reviews. Oh, my God. It's at like a 95 or 6 on Metacritic. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yes. And I also read that's like the, I want to say, 6th or 7th PlayStation 4 exclusive that's gotten a 90. Wow. And for reference, I don't think a single Xbox One has. Probably Forza Horizon 3. I'll check that. That got really good reviews. I'll check that. I want to say it was high 80s, though. Really? Um, Let's see. Google. Yeah. We have this thing called Google. We can yeah. find answers to all of our questions. And to be honest, this is the most we've Googled for a podcast in a while. Yeah. So, Dan, you are right. It got a 81 or nine, oh, I'm sorry, 91 for okay. um, Xbox. So. That's probably that's probably the only one, though. Maybe Cuphead. Probably not. I'll toss Cuphead in there. Uh, Cuphead Metacritic. But does that count? 88. Okay, so no. Um, Halo 5 definitely didn't. No. Halo 5, Gears 4 didn't. No. Uh, I don't think they had anything else. You know what? Xbox is really struggling to get exclusives. Yes, they are. They, they like I look at Sony compared to Xbox and it's just night and day like with exclusives they like Xbox really like what have they put out that was like really quality exclusive other than Forza I mean Halo Halo 5 was alright Halo or Gears of War 4 was alright yeah they were they were fine they they didn't really like improve the their series at all you know they didn't do anything new it was more of the same which was fine I enjoyed Gears 4 I didn't play Halo 5 um and I'm sure they sold well, so to Microsoft that's a win. But I mean, the quality of games is night and day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm still jealous of Bloodborne. I keep hoping that that comes to PC at some point with the 60 frames per second update. 
I wonder if it ever will. I doubt it. If it if it hasn't even been rumored at this point, I probably won't. Although, I mean, Sony wants to make a killing. Well, that game on Steam and people will buy it in droves. How long did it take for a game like Dragon's Dogma to... I know it's not exclusive, but that game took a while before it came yeah. to PC, right? Yeah. Well, I think that's... I mean, a lot of time, For the most part, Japanese developers didn't put that many games on Steam. I think they're just now kind of coming around to to putting all their all their uh, backlog but also newer games on steam because like you're uh giving yourself access to 140 million steam accounts you know and obviously not all those are going to buy it but it's a it's a huge audience so yeah i mean if you look at developers like square enix with all the final fantasy games like crown trigger stuff like that and then you look at like tecmo koe uh they're also starting to put all of their games on there they haven't gone back to their older games like the older dynasty warriors games which i think would be pretty cool if they threw them on Steam and let people mod them to yeah the high absolutely. heavens. I think that'd be awesome. Koei Tecmo's or Tecmo Koei, they've put a few on there. Yeah, or, no, you said Tecmo Koei. I'm saying, but uh, uh, Namco, Bandai. Namco, yeah. They've put I a mean, few. Obviously, the Dark Souls games. Honestly, like with how the consoles are now, it's so easy probably to port things over to PC, right? Yeah, because they're not as different as they used to be. Yeah, so like, why why not? I can understand uh, maybe older games are a little more complex, but if the new games, just just put them on there and see how yeah. they do. It, if it doesn't take that much effort. Now I'm more in the put it on the on the Switch camp than put it on Steam camp. Oh my god! I mean, the Switch <laughs> is the the console. It is. It really is. Uh, all right, let's see what we're gonna talk about next here. There's a lot of TV stuff on here, which I hate. I try to filter that out, but yeah. Like, I don't need to know about uh, the Rampage movie. I know it's video game related, but I, I don't care. There was an article on Kotaku recently where people were sad that uh, Dragon Ball Super isn't airing on Saturdays anymore. That's fine. Ko- Kotaku covers anime. That's part of their, that's their part thing. Of their, their, yeah, their shtick. And I agreed with that article. I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people. Uh, Banner Th- Banner Saga, yeah, Banner Saga Three <laughs> release date has been announced. Uh, it's coming to PC, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One. Uh, oh, and Nintendo Switch on July Fourth. I thought it was going to be a later July twenty fourth. Uh, I thought it was going to be a later release on Switch, but it's coming the same as everything else. So excellent. I know the Banner Saga One and Two are coming to the Switch at some point before then. There hasn't been any word, at least as of yet. Do these indie games on Switch even get a release date? I feel like they just kind of like, oh, hey, this is coming out tomorrow, and there it is. Yeah, there's a, there. I mean, there's a few like uh, Don't Starve, which came out two days ago on the Switch. They gave like a week heads up, and then uh, there's a game coming out. I think next week is the 24th. I believe it's coming out. Death Road to Canada. Oh yeah, it's okay. coming out on the Switch. Uh, but they, they announced that they announced it a while ago, and then they gave a release date like last week, I think. I'm convinced, like, like Hollow Knight is just like it's on the Switch store, nobody knows. I would love that because I would buy that immediately. I would um, buy that instead of Death Road to Canada. Me too. I mean, like, I look on Steam and I've been seeing Hollow Knight for like six, seven bucks on there, and I'm like, ah, I'm gonna hold off because I'm gonna get yeah. it on the Switch because I think I'll play it more on the Switch. But it's getting to the point now where I'm like, maybe I should just buy it on Steam. That's that's seven dollars, exact same spot. Because it, yeah, it's seven, eight bucks. Uh, I would play it on on the computer. It's just easier to play on on uh, on the Switch. So 
Sam. I also want a game like Hyperlight Drifter on the Switch because I played a little bit of Hyperlight Drifter on Steam, loved it, but I don't like PC gaming that much, so that yeah. holds me holds me back. As much as I hate to say it, I think PC gaming's uh, hit a lull. Yeah, I just like it's, it's the cost of new hardware. That's why. That's uh, it used to be an exp- uh, you know expensive up front to uh, to to get into PC gaming, but then you know games were dirt cheap and uh, plentifully available. But uh, the with the Bitcoin or cryptocurrency mining the prices of component ram and and graphics cards specifically are outrageously expensive so mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of hard to e- even me as a fan of pc gaming like say to someone yeah you should get a pc game or uh gaming pc yeah well and i just find pc gaming to be the least comfortable out of all of the options yeah. and i have a good chair now uh and i still am uncomfortable yeah I don't know. I just like maybe my posture is just bad that's an <laughs> issue, but I just don't like sitting at a desk for yeah. five, six, seven hours. And yeah, see, I, that doesn't that doesn't bother me. Uh, and I like the customization of it. Keyboard, if like Xbox One X said, you know, you can play our first person shooters, even if it was just a single player ones with the keyboard and mouse, then I probably would buy one. Yeah, um, I would even forego my ultra wide monitor that I love so much mm-hmm. um, because I've been. I've been like thinking about upgrading my computer. I, I only recently noticed that uh, and it's when, when I'm compressing my videos for my uh, video game channel uh, rated rated G games. Mm-hmm. It takes forever. Uh, and my, my processor specifically gets maxed out. So I'm like, it's the, it's the first time I'm like, yeah, my computer's kind of old. Yeah. And, you know, I can't upgrade it. It's too expensive. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of running into the issues with my computer, like, slowing down and stuff and taking a long time to do things. And I'm like, I want to upgrade because, like, I'm a, I like having, I like new tech, which I'll get into in my week, because yeah. uh, I have a lot of new tech. Um, but I just, like, I don't think I'd get the value out of it anymore. Yeah, I hear you. So... Okay, uh, next on the list, A Way Out passes 1 million copies sold. Good, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that too. Apparently, uh, I don't know, remember where I read this specifically, but it sold more in two weeks than EA thought it would sell t- total of its lifetime. So Good. I've heard nothing but great things about it. I will play it at some point. That's one maybe I'll get the, the wife to play with me at some point over the summer. I feel like, yeah, that's a good idea because this game, I feel like this game should be played. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool uh, concept behind it. And I apparently, wonder... apparently, you only have to buy one copy, and you can play with someone online. Like, yep. you don't need to have two separate copies, which is awesome. Do you like gift access to somebody? Is that how it works? I don't know how it works. I never looked into it. I I wasn't gonna look into it until I actually was gonna play it. So okay, maybe I can convince somebody to play that with me too. Yeah, I wonder how much that uh that guy helped its sales oh it, definitely uh <laughs> it, it, and actually someone did an interview with him oh it's right here uh he was saying roger ebert was absolutely wrong about video games because roger ebert criticized video games as not being an art form or something specific like that oh, oh games are not art games are not art how many f words are in that quote <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah probably none he wasn't drinking he hadn't had enough to drink yet <laughs> because it wasn't before the game awards. <laughs> uh, 
Let's see. What do we got next here? So there was a lot of stuff that came out of packs that was interesting, but most of this stuff is from the end of the week. I'm trying to think if I saw anything from PAX. Oh, uh, while you're looking through things, the uh, new Hearthstone expansion launched. Oh, I wonder. I think it's called Witchwood. Okay. I wonder if Corey's interested in that at all. I don't know. I feel like he would be because I think they they introduced a lot of crazy stuff um, in this expansion. And I know Corey kind of has wanted a shake up to the, the old Hearthstone formula. So I know this this seems to I, I mean, a kid that I work with is talking about it and like all the stuff in it. It sounds to me like fairly interesting content, uh, but I also don't play Hearthstone right at all anymore. So I uh, I'm pretty far behind. So I don't know if it is, you know, cool stuff, but yeah. OK, uh, I got a couple. Well, this one is interesting. Uh, Amazon apparently had SNES classics in stock. I also saw that I believe it was Walmart and Best Buy maybe also had them at some point. It was either late last week or early this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they are coming back into stock. If you didn't get one in the fall when they came out and you're looking for one, just keep your eyes peeled though. They're, they're apparently coming back in stock. I, and I had heard at some point that Nintendo was going to make the NES classics again, and they were going to come out again in the summer. So if you didn't get your hands on one of those the first time around, there's still time. They're getting rid of all the back stock for the uh, Nintendo 64 classic. I'll be I'll be in line at Target first thing in the morning for one of those if I can't get one pre-ordered. I, I think I will be uh, in the line for that one as well. I'm, that's kind of where I started playing a lot of games. Yeah. That was kind of your first. Not your first. Your first system was a computer. Yeah, because I remember, I still remember this vividly, playing Unreal Tournament 1999. Uh, and mom and dad seeing me blowing heads off with a sniper <laughs> rifle and asking you guys to turn the violence off. Yep, because you could do that. You, you could. Then. It's amazing they could even recognize what was happening with how terrible those graphics were. Yeah, they weren't great. <laughs> no, they were not great. But man, did it move quickly. Oh yeah, those that game was awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Man. Uh, Forza Horizon 4, most likely likely getting an E3 reveal. So oh, that really I... seems that's the <laughs> that seems like uh, that's all Microsoft has in their sleeve as far as exclusives go. I'm sure it'll be cool. I don't know if I'll I don't know if I'll get it this time just because I don't like the the Xbox stuff. Yeah, oh, man. This <laughs> As you said, this is the only thing that they can trot out right now. That's uh, that's like their series. So I mean, good for them. But I'd like to, I would like to see something else. I could definitely be convinced with a really cool setting for Forza Horizon too. Um, yeah. Like if they had something mountainy, like that would be awesome. I think. Because yeah. the other ones, I don't, I don't believe were like that. So like if you were like driving through the mountains and going between like rugged terrain and like snow cap mount like i think that'd be really cool yeah they definitely could uh oh, i haven't heard anything about crackdown 3 i'm almost convinced at this point it's not even coming out at all yeah i'm kind of with you on that i really don't think crackdown's gonna come out yeah at you this think... point does anybody care about crackdown i 
I doubt it. You know, as much as I, I played the first one a lot and I really liked it. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played the second one a little bit, but, you know, I'm sure they could do some cool things with it. But I think that that kind of formula has already mostly been perfected by Saints Row, you know? Yeah. I'd like. Uh... I mean, have you played a Crockdown, Dan? Yeah. So yeah, I, is it... I played the first one and a lot and then the second one a little bit. So is it basically like Saints Row 4? Yeah, I would say it's more like Saints Row Three. Like you're okay. you're slightly super powered, from what I remember. Okay. Uh, like mo- like maybe like genetically enhanced, but not full on like break the game superpowers. Okay. Yeah, but it is you know a little bit wacky. It was it was cel shaded and looked really cool uh, mm-hmm. artistically. So I mean, the other what the other exclusive from Microsoft we got is State of Decay Two in May, end of May. State of Decay, yeah. Uh, I re- I think this is the year where they announce a new Fable. I think they have to. I ha- they have to give uh, Xbox owners something to be excited about. You know, wasn't it a little while back where they said that the Forza Horizon developers were developing a new Fable? Yes, because of the success that Horizon got with the Killzone developer that they they thought that they might be. But if they're doing a new Forza Horizon. Yeah, maybe Forza Horizon's go- maybe it's going to a different different developer. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how big their team is. I don't know if they're kind of going the way of like the Bioshock team, where they're kind of having a smaller team instead of having, I don't know what. Like uh, it says here, there's a rumor that Forza Horizon developer Playground Games is working on a new Fable. But Playground is also recently opened a second studio. Yeah, there we go. It's likely enough that. staff to commit to both. Yeah, so there it is. Cool. That that answers our question. Yeah. Yeah, they've got to do something. Definitely, it, it's getting getting pretty bad for Microsoft, in my opinion, for qual like quality exclusives. Yeah. That this, said, this that is said, I, from- I probably still, if I was going to buy a new system, it would probably be the Xbox One X. I was just going to say, this is coming from the person who only uses his <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> uh, yeah, what can you do? Uh, yeah, I just I prefer I prefer the controller, like, unbelievably, you know? Yeah. I do not like the DualShock 4. It disappoints me because I love the DualShock. Yeah. I've, I was never a big fan of the thumbsticks, the close together. Yeah, I like to have them offset, uh, and I think I've talked about this before. But my thumbs just do not stay on the DualShock Four; they slide right off. Yeah, you actually custom made your controller to have yeah, I, Xbox ones. I took yeah, I, I bought Xbox One thumbsticks to put in my DualShock Four so I could actually use it. So that and the three-hour battery life. Yeah, okay, the <laughs> battery life is unreal for the the DualShock. That that is a huge problem. Yeah, I don't remember just not even bothering unplugging it anymore because it's like it's just gonna die anyway. So yeah, well I remember I I had a Wii U at the same time and I feel like I never charged my Wii U Pro controller. (laughs) Uh, And I saw a meme at some point that said uh, the Wii it had the Wii U Pro Pro controller and said claims to have eighty hour battery life and underneath it says actually does have eighty hour battery life. 
So I feel, yeah, I feel like I never charged that. But the DualShock Four, I pretty much left plugged in the whole time. It might might as well been, and, and that was new, you know. Yeah. I didn't have my my PlayStation for. I don't even think I had it for a year. It was slightly under a year, I think. Yeah, you ended up. Did you trade yours into GameStop? Is what is that what you did? Yeah. I don't even remember what I got, but yeah. Let's see. A couple more, and then we'll move on to uh, our weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, there's uh, not as much PAX news in here as I would have liked. Uh, oh, Deckard, this guy, go ahead. This guy of five, uh, complete, dated for Steam. So this guy of five, originally on PS4, came to the Switch, uh, which I, I meant to buy it on the Switch and just never ended up doing it. But yeah, complete edition coming to Steam. Are the rest of the Disgaea games on Steam? I know one is. One is, two is, two is or will be soon. Are okay. they Are they doing a two remaster or one remaster? There's a bunch of Disgaea stuff floating around nowadays. I know this game's like Final Fantasy Tactics, so I feel like I should play it. It's a bit like Final Fantasy Tactics, but it's also not at all like Final Fantasy Tactics. That, yeah, that it's, 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 it's wacky. Very, very wacky. That, yeah, definitely. Because I played the demo on the Switch and I really liked it. I just never ended up never ended up buying it. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, Deckard Kane got announced for Heroes of the Storm. Oh, I saw that. Pretty cool. Uh, that is very he's, cool. He's a, uh, a support and one of his cool abilities is he drops health potions on the field and he can drop like 10 of them uh, and your allies just run over to them and pick them up to heal. So oh. instead of it being like a skill shot or like an area where you click on somebody, he just throws them out there and if they want to pick them up, they can pick them up. I always liked playing as Lily when I was the healer because I, you know, you, they she kind of auto heals. Yep. Know? Yep. So he's kind of like that, uh, but even less hands on. <laughs> really you just throw them wherever you want uh and he also has a really cool move you know how he says stay a while and listen uh-huh he that's his ultimate he says stay a while and listen and it stuns the other team and puts them to sleep nice so like it's a really good stun um but it looks like they had fun with that character have you played any more uh heroes of the storm uh no not since the internet went down oh that's right that kind of yeah. throws a wrench into the works I've had big plans to play a lot of stuff, but have not been able to. Huh. What's this? Knights of Light is a medieval RPG set in the Middle East. Ooh. That sounds interesting. I'm going to have to save that one for later. I have a little bit of disappointing news. Oh, what's that? Terraria Otherworld has been canceled. Really? Mm-hmm. No idea... Of- no idea really what happened um i know they kind of like i don't know maybe half a year maybe a year ago around that time they kind of said their development for the game kind of hit a stall they had to reboot uh, and they would get back to it um but it has been officially canceled today so three-year development cycle wow it's crazy Mm -hmm. all right Oh, dang it. Uh-oh. I really thought there was just going to be more news. Like, I was going to scroll through here, and there's, like, tons of stuff to talk about, but there really isn't. I don't know. I think we gave a pretty healthy main segment. Yeah. Uh, Morrowind, Knights of the Old Republic 2, and Jade Empire are on the new wave of original Xbox games coming to backwards compatibility. Um, 
that is definitely one area where I think Xbox has the leg up on Sony. I know a lot of people don't care to go back and play old games. I am not one of those people. I love going back and playing old games. Right there with you. Um, that's one of the one of the reasons I'm reluctant to jump into the console thing. You know, I like being able to buy a game. Like, I have games on my computer here that I bought in like 2010. You know, yep. Uh, that I could still pop you know install and play whenever i want to um so yeah having the backwards compatibility is a a great thing yeah because like microsoft is giving you the option of going back and playing your old games as opposed to having to buy remasters all the time yeah which is fine i like having that option too but if i can you know just play the games that i've spent money on in the Mm -hmm. past not have to buy them again you know yeah like I've got Fallout Three and like the Fable Two and Three like downloaded on my Xbox right now to play like whenever I feel like it. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Classics. Uh, all right, let me find one more thing and then we will uh, move on. Okay. One more thing. Uno. Man, I feel like it's too early for places to be mum on the news before e3 but i feel like that's that's part of the reason yeah on news saving all the big announcements for e3 we're coming up on it too yeah what two months it's june right yeah first week of june yeah so two months a little less than that probably if we're splitting hairs yeah uh Come on, give me one more thing. One more thing. Come on, Dan. I know. Not. All right. Forget it. Let's move <laughs> yes. into what we uh, our weeks. Screw it. Will, what do you got going on? Oh man, Dan. So other than my internet woes that I've been having, um, I had to. I hit the wall. I needed a new phone. I had the iPhone 6S Plus for, or no, the 6 Plus for since 2014, I want to say. 2015. Between 2014 or 2015, whenever that came out, uh, I've had it ever since. And it kind of hit the point where my battery life would last like four hours. Uh, My speakers would break on it and go in and out of working. Um, uh, there would be constant lag. It would just like it ran like garbage. Uh, I just couldn't handle it anymore. So I had just went with one of my friends. She got the iPhone X or 10 or whatever. So I was with her in Verizon and when she got it and everything. And like I was like, I need I think I need to finally make the plunge. Uh, so I did. And there was a point in my life where I made fun of the iPhone X. I made fun of the AirPods and I made fun of Apple watches. Uh-huh. Uh, I I now own all three. <laughs> did the AirPods come with it? So the AT&T was running a deal mm-hmm. where you buy AirPods. She said you can walk out of there with spending $10 on them. Uh, and they're like initially $100, I want to say. They're but she expensive. said you will have a $10 payment on top of my phone bill um, for six months, and then it's paid off. And she yeah. said, you can even come in, sell your old phone, uh, and you'd probably be able to pay off my AirPods right there. Uh-huh. Um, so really, like, my phone bill now, like, uh, with my new phone and the AirPods, is going to be 50 And I'm also paying more money to pay off my phone faster. 
So I was like, yeah, like I can do that pretty easily. So that's what that's what I decided to do. Um, but let's, I love. Let's see it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, wait a sec. I gotta bring up um, the camera so I can see what I'm showing. But nice. Yeah, I I really like not having the the home button to be honest. Yeah. It's actually my only complaint with this phone is they got rid of the headphone jack. So it only has the uh, the charging port. Yeah. So if you want to plug in anything with the headphone jack, you have to use a dongle. Mm-hmm. So my only which is going to get lost. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know what you know what I did with it? I took it to my auxiliary cord in the car and plugged it in at the end of that. So it just stays there. So when I'm driving and want to use my auxiliary cord, I just plug that in there and it's just right there. But that leads me to my only complaint. I can't have headphones plugged in and charge my phone at the same time. Oh, that's sort of why I got the AirPods. Gotcha. Yeah, I can't uh, see. I don't listen to my earbuds or yeah, I don't have earbuds in my ears enough to like a remember to charge them Mm -hmm. and B not lose them. So I will, I I never will be able to convince myself to have uh, nice earbuds. Yeah. Even nice, even nice wired earbuds. I will never buy because I, like I said, I lose them and they get broken and they go through the wash. So I don't want, you know, I don't want anything fancy. Yeah, well, I have gym headphones, so those stay in my bag and they're Bluetooth. Um, and my school headphones, I just replaced with my AirPods. So uh-huh. kind of right now I'm wireless, but it's kind of creepy how the AirPods work because I legitimately bought them, had my phone set up. I took them out of my thing and my my phone goes, oh, you have AirPods. Do you want to connect them? <laughs> nice. Like, oh, OK, so I did that and I was sitting in class and my class started. So I pulled one headphone out because my teacher doesn't care if you listen to music because we just do math. Uh-huh. Um, so if that's helps you learn, like he doesn't care if you do that. I took out one of my one of my ear, ear, ear AirPods and my phone stopped playing music at registered that they weren't in my ear. Oh, nice. And I was like, how does that work? It's cool. It, it was kind of creepy, but I still think AirPods look dumb. Right. Um, because it's just like this, in my opinion, it's a not intuitive design just sticking out of your ear. Uh-huh. And I don't like the hard plastic headphones. I like the rubber yeah, rubber ones. So I don't love Apple headphones to begin with, but I like the AirPods enough to use them. Okay. Is there some kind of like cushion you can get for the outside of those things to make them? Because I'm the same way. Like I like to have the... I like to like stick them in my ear, you know, uh-huh. and and have the just the sound to to isolate outside noises, you know. Yeah. One of my friends said, "Yeah, they have like a silicone uh thing you can buy for them." I kind of I don't know if I'll do that. Right. Um it's like one of those Apple things where they're like, "Oh, guess what? You got to buy more things to get full value out of your <laughs> Sure. So I don't want to give them that satisfaction cuz I spent so much money. Uh, you could but probably I was... get some off of Amazon, right? Oh, definitely. I could probably check right now and get some if I wanted. Um, and I yeah, like I have a an Apple Watch now, which my friend oh, you who did also get an Apple Watch. Yeah, so my friend who uh got the the iPhone X, she got a new Apple Watch, and I was actually in Walmart maybe a week and a half ago, uh, looking at Apple Watches, and I was like, I kind of want one. Uh, but they're a lot of money. They're like three hundred dollars, and I was like. I'm not going to do that because, A, my phone's in do not disturb mode anyway for the most part. Um, 
So like I wouldn't really get notifications for it. And I don't look at my phone too awful much anyway. Uh, I'm kind of like, like weaning myself off of it. So I was like, it's not really worth it. But when she got the new iPhone series or the Apple watch series three, uh, she didn't want her other one anymore. I was like, I'll just buy it off of you for cheap. So that's what I did. Um, So now like I got like to get to test it and see what it's, what it's like, if I'm interested, if I like it. Um, So, and I do like it. Unfortunately, Uh (laughs) I hate Apple so much. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah, I thought I would miss the home button too, Will, actually, because uh, I upgraded from the Galaxy Note 5 to the Galaxy Note 8, mm-hmm. uh, but not having one is fine. And it's actually got an on-screen home button, so it's, mm-hmm. there's no actual physical button that can break. Yeah. Uh, it's just built into the screen. You push hard on the bottom of the screen, and it brings the phone up. It's great. Yeah, honestly, like the transition for no home button lasts a couple days, and then after yeah. that, like you don't even you don't even think about it. Like I just look at my phone, it lights up, it recognizes my faces and I, my face, and I'm in. Like, yep. In seconds, it's crazy. Biometrics. Mm-hmm. And do you know what's really cool uh, about the the new phone for the new iPhone? So like I get say I get a notification and it'll say so example I'll get a a notification from the score. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll have it on my phone and it'll just say notification. It won't say what the notification actually is on that home screen until it recognizes my face and then the message will show. Oh, wow. So, like, I just got uh, the score notification. Uh, I recognize my face and then I see, oh, the New York Yankees are beating the Detroit. Uh, the Tiger is 8-6. to six. So, the fly- like... The Flyers beat the Penguins 5-1. to one. Did they? <laughs> yes, they did. I guess I can transition into the other thing. I've been watching playoff hockey like a fiend. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um... The Leafs suck, but that's okay. It's one game. Yeah, I mean the we Flyers. Were the same so... thing. We were saying the same thing about the Flyers after their first game. They lost seven to nothing. The only thing I'm worried about is Kadri got suspended five or not five games, three games. Oh, he did guess. I didn't. I knew he was going to get suspended. I just didn't know how long it was. Three games. It was funny. I saw the hit. I did this with my hand. <laughs> stupid right closed the thing and went to the gym because i knew i was like well that's a five minute he's kicked out and he's gonna get suspended yep so i was just like screw it yep but i've been watching i'm very invested in the golden knights right now so i'm gonna be watching that game tonight hopefully a little bit on my phone yeah we've kind of had it on and then obviously we watched last night the predators first playoff game uh, and they didn't play great the first two periods, but the third period they they finally they finally came back and started playing. Yeah, I heard Colorado actually put up a pretty good fight for they did they did the game. Yeah, uh, it wasn't until the third period where Nashville like got their legs under them and started to look like Nashville. And Philip Forsberg had a highlight real goal. I don't know if he's, you saw that. He's so good. Yeah, I saw I saw it on Reddit. Yeah, it's good stuff. He is so good. Um, I was just surprised that he scored it. Like you know, as he's. One on three. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that went in. Nice. Remember, always thank George McPhee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, other than that, yeah, I, that's pretty much it for me. Just playoff yeah. hockey, upgrading tech, trying to finish school strong. Yeah. Getting ready for my summer of work. I'm going to have a, be really busy. Okay. Um, For me... I had Chick-fil-A for the first time in a very long time. Nice. Uh, the wife 
works in Syracuse some days. Uh, she, she's based in Syracuse and commutes up there uh, when she doesn't have to go other places. So uh, there's one up in Syracuse. So she offered to bring some home. Like I said, it's the first time I've had it in a, in a very long time. So good. Now, I, when was the last time you had it? And or was it like so long ago that you were young? You don't remember? No, it was uh, when we were in Virginia for Eric's first wedding. Gotcha. Okay. That was the last time I had a Chick-fil-A. So that was seven years ago, I think, wow. however long it was. Eight so years you ago. What'd you get? Uh, this t- I don't remember what I got last time, but this time around I got the original chicken sandwich deluxe mm-hmm. and then the spicy chicken sandwich deluxe. Uh, one of the things I like about their menu is it's it's very uncomplicated. Uh, very, oh, we got nuggets too. They're nuggets, uh, which I really like because it's it's like they take a chicken breast and dice it up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like those weird puzzle pieces like McDonald's chicken nuggets do. <laughs> it looks like a chicken that's been whacked up and, and uh, coated and, and, and breaded. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's chicken, you know, it's not whatever, whatever it's the not fast food places do. Wide filler. Yeah. Whatever it is. Uh, but I like that their menu is uncomplicated. Like they have a handful of choices. They make sure all, you know, the, that stuff's all really good mm-hmm. before, you know, so that, that a lot of, a lot of places branch out too much. And yeah. everything they have a lot of stuff but none of it's really very good yep so yeah i lose good stuff i kind of really want chick-fil-a and i might take a weekend trip down to florida so mm. that will be my opportunity to have some chick-fil-a yeah we're supposed to get one around here actually like vessel yeah i feel like they're supposed to be starting construction on it pretty soon that would that would change the world here. yeah it's supposed to be on the corner of jensen road the vestal parkway Really? I heard that somewhere. Maybe maybe Corey sent that to me or something. Hey, do you think if we got that, this dark cloud that's been hanging over Binghamton since the beginning of time would lift? No. <laughs> There's nothing lifting the dark cloud over, over Binghamton. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> the dark cloud will remain. Yeah. It'll, it's, it'll be one little tiny ray of sunshine shining mm-hmm. through. Yeah. But the dark <laughs> right cloud will Right on the Chick Fil A, and that's right it. Chick Fil A, yes. <laughs> uh, so there's that. I'm still just I, I I'm still on a video a day pace for rated G games. One of these days, I'll actually tweet out the 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 thing to my YouTube channel. Uh, I keep meaning to do that, and I always forget. But I I finished my Kirby playthrough. I did one. Uh, called fall asleep to with stardew valley mm-hmm. so the, there are videos that you put on when you want to relax at the end of the night or so, like sometimes i like to put on a game video to fall asleep to mm-hmm. uh, so you know i put on some relaxing game but obviously none of it has any commentary so you don't have to hear some ob- obnoxious teenager yelling into the microphone while he's playing a video game mm-hmm. it's nice and relaxing obviously stardew valley is very uh, very relaxing so it's the first hour i think i played through like three or four days in stardew valley uh, for that video but it's as i said it's making me realize my computer's kind of kind of dated here um because the compression is done by the processor and my processor came out in 2011 mm-hmm. for my computer so we're talking seven years old that is pretty old for a processor yeah and you know playing games and stuff I, like it it's not overly reliant on processor or uh 
RAM a little more so, but mostly on the graphics card. Uh, now, when I capture the videos, that's heavily re- reliant on the graphics card, and that does fine because my graphics card's still still fine. Um, but yeah, compressing video it takes a really long time, and I was using Windows Movie Maker. Yeah, uh, and I was getting kind of stuttery video, which really bothered me. Um, so I switched over to a new compression program, and it's it's worked a lot better so far. So um, it doesn't make stuttery video. Okay, because I like to have sixty, you know, smooth sixty frame per second video. Because otherwise, it drives me nuts. Even uh, it, even when I do Breath of the Wild, I still like to have the smooth video. So yeah, I mean, it's best to have a smooth video. Yeah, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, so that's all I've got. You, you're all covered, right, Will? Yeah, not much else for me. Okay. Uh, what I played. So I beat Kirby. Oh dang, Dan! Good job. Thank you. Sorry, I'm uh, holding. I'm holding my mic close to my mouth. Uh, that's uh, why it took me a minute. No problem. Yeah, I beat Kirby. Uh, Kirby was was surprisingly fun. And I was very surprised at how epic the final boss fight was. It reminded me of like a. Did you did you play all of um, dang it, Wonderful One Hundred One? So I played a couple hours of the Wonderful One Hundred One. Okay, because it reminded me a lot of the final boss fight from the Wonderful One Hundred One. Okay, like big bright colors and and uh, multi stage boss battle at the end. It was really surprisingly epic and awesome. Uh, I that's like I said that's my first Kirby game that I've played, um, but yeah the that the end boss fight was pretty awesome and it gets it gets a little more away from the uh, platforming and it it gets more into well, at least part of it is more of like a an action type of game than the the rest of the game is it was really really cool. I kind of want to see your finale here on YouTube. See you. I could call it up. I don't want to spoil anything for. Oh, I, I got it. I got it up. Yeah myself i'll put kirby up on one of the there now do your kids enjoy kirby yeah we play we played it together the first night uh that we got it but not not as much since it's hard for us to you know all sit down and play games at the same time but and my son's been he's been playing breath of the wild actually okay is he liking it oh he loves it because he watched me play it a little bit and uh he he doesn't really know what to do uh, but he 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 loves it. So that's a that's a lot harder of a game to grasp as opposed yeah. to Odyssey. Yeah, definitely. And it, you know, my kids even have a lot easier of a time with a game like Mario Odyssey than they do with like Super Mario World. Yeah, they just the, the 3D games they just have a, a brain for it. When the platformers, they they're just yeah, not as yeah. not nearly as good. I mean, I guess the controls are more more intuitive for a 3D game like that than they are. Uh, a side scroller, you know. Now is Max starting to realize that Link is is the goat as opposed to Mario? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. He's not as familiar with Link. Yeah. To this point, well, uh, Mario is more of something that transcends as opposed to Link. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just starting to to get into the to the lore of the Legend of Zelda games. So. Just wait till he sees Falco. Falco. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wouldn't. I, I try. I tried to show him Star Fox when we got our SNES Classic. Not interested. So like, what's this garbage? It would, have, it would have to be like Star Fox sixty four. The what's the Wii U one? 
Star Fox Zero? Zero. Star Fox Zero, yeah. That game was kind of bad, though, right? Yeah, it didn't review all that well. I don't know if it was bad as much as it was, like, disappointing, I guess. I guess the the expectations, because what we hadn't had a Star Fox game in Very ever. long time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I beat Kirby. Uh, I beat Bayonetta, finally. Hey, good work. Thank you. So I'll be firing up Bayonetta 2 at some point here. Uh, that game's great. And another thing that, that uh, Kirby reminded me of was, was Bayonetta, the multi-stage final boss fight against a giant boss. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of similarities there. It was very weird because I beat those two games within like a day of each other. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was very strange to, to see that. So you're probably crushing it in the beaten games. I've got 11 and I already, and I only had 15 last year, so I should top that number. Man, I think I don't even think I have one. You have two or three. Oh, I can call really? the list real quick. Yeah, yeah, let's see it. Although um, it is only you and me, pretty much at this point. Yeah, Eric almost tied his tally from last year already, wow. though. Oh wow, he beat, he beat two games. I think he only beat three games last year. Fortnite. So you beat you beat near Automata, Life is Strange oh. Before the Storm, and Dynasty Warriors Nine. No, oh, I did beat those. That's right. Wow, I played those this year. Yeah. I mean, it's already April. Isn't that crazy? We're in quarter two. Yeah. Yeah. It just started. It blows my mind that we're already in April. I can't even believe it. Yeah. So uh, Bayonetta, great game. If you have a Switch and haven't played that, definitely, definitely get it. Because uh, it's got the bayonetta is a is a digital code too. The ba- bayonetta two is actual the the physical copy, um, which is nice. Because then I you know whenever I just wanted to boot that up and if I didn't want to switch out cartridges I could just play bayonetta. Uh, and then I started Oxenfree. Uh, I did not know what to expect at all with Oxenfree. I only had a vague idea of what it was about. So I think Corey's talked about it. He's played it. It's about a group of kids that go to stay on like an island. You know, they go there to have a bonfire and drink a few beers and some weird stuff starts going down. Um, It's a very different art style than what I was expecting. So it's a very like pulled out perspective. Yeah. And you control a character whose name is, I believe, I believe it's Kate or Katie, Kate. I think it's Kate, Uh, but it's all voice acted. Which which was also kind of surprising, and the voice acting is actually kind of pretty good. Yeah, I remember um, it being pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I was very surprised because I expected to just have it be all red dialogue. Uh, it's got dialogue options too, and when you say certain things, like or weren't certain characters are interacting with each other, there's a bubble with the face of the character on it, and I'm not sure if that means that they don't like what you're saying or if they like what you're saying. I haven't mm-hmm. quite figured all that out yet because I'm only about an hour in. Uh, but I've been very impressed with the game so far. Like, yeah, some weird stuff starts to happen on the island. Um, and yeah, it's it's it it reminds me a little bit. The graphics look like uh, like Kentucky Route Zero. They're uh, like hand drawn, yeah. but also very. Uh, I don't want to say it's like it's like stark and kind of minimalist yep. looking, but also like really artistic looking. Uh, and the game has like some Firewatch vibes to it, and also like Life is Strange vibes to it. Uh, if you kind of put all those games in a blender, that's that's what you would get in Oxenfree. Uh, but I've been very very impressed with it so far. Is there a character named Alex in this game? Yep. Okay. I There's... remember 
the very is it, is be- it Alex? Yeah, I think there's there's Kate, uh, Kate's stepbrother Jonas, uh, Ren, and then I th- yeah, I think one of the girls' name is Alex, and then okay. Clarissa. Because I so. remember I played pretty much that. You know when you're on the boat in the very beginning of the game and then you yeah. get to the island? I yeah. legitimately only played up to there and I was like, I'll finish this. I'll play this in a little bit. And then I never ended up mm-hmm. doing yeah, it. It's, it's very interesting. I'm I'm very intrigued to keep playing it. So, And surprised at the, like I said, the voice acting quality. It's, it's really, really good. Uh, I've been playing, that, speaking of earbuds, I've been playing that with earbuds in just because I want to catch all the subtleties in the dialogue instead of just having it on the the switch speakers because I play it in handheld mode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's good stuff. And I believe that's all I played. I played a little bit more Breath of the Wild. Nothing, nothing to report. That game's still amazing. And even yep. with all these new games that I have and that I've been playing, I still like, I'm like, oh, I'd love to play some Breath of the Wild. I actually really regret letting Corey and Eric talk me out of um, putting that in my top 10 games. <laughs> I'm going to move it up. It's it's going up. It may crack the top five next time we, we rank games. I'm yeah. never letting another person convince me to not put something in my top 10 again. Yeah, it's your top 10. Dang it. Yeah, we'll revisit that at some point. Yeah, we'll get there. We're, what, 80 episodes off? Uh, 49. Oh, 40? Jeez. 40, 49. Less than a year. 351. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and that's all I played. So let's get into feedback, shall we? Yeah. Put on a different video here. I'll put on one of my Breath of the Wild videos. I actually have to edit the new one tonight. At some now, point. do you play a day worth of games and then just have videos for a couple days or do I, you do uh, every night? I try I try to uh to do, like do a bunch in a day. Okay. Um, usually they're like I said about half an hour. Um, yeah. so I'll, I'll do a half an hour and then I'll turn it off. I have to turn like stop the recording on Elgato and then it's got to like process, finish processing so it's a few minutes and then I start up again. Mm-hmm. Uh and then I like so I'll have those and then I'll try to do the editing and uploading to YouTube if I can right then. It depends like there's a lot of factors that go into it, but I like to have, you know, three or four videos ready to go uh so I don't have to record one every night. Yeah, okay. If I have to do that, I have to do that. Like, I, I have one for tomorrow, but then I'm out of videos again for... So I'll have to get, you know, probably okay. tomorrow night, I'll I'll do a few if I can. Um, I was going to say, because every morning when I wake up and, like, I check YouTube, my subscribers, uh, you always have have new videos up and i'm always impressed yeah i try to i try to have them launch at uh like 11 30 a.m mm-hmm. and then uh what the heck happened here oh um yeah like there, there's been a few days where i didn't i couldn't get one out in the morning but i got one later on that night and i think one time i released two in the same day because mm-hmm. i couldn't get one the day before so i'm i'm on the pace of a video per day uh, whether or not the actual comes out on the actual day is, you know, a different matter. You got eight subscribers, Dan. You're getting yeah. there, getting places. I have done zero promotion for it, really. Like, I'm, I want to get some content on there before I start, you know, trying to trying to get attention. You might, might, you might have more subscribers than our YouTube. No, our YouTube has a hundred subscribers. 
Really? Even though we haven't put a video on there, and I don't know how long. It's been a long time. <laughs> I think yeah. the last one Corey put up was uh, the last one that got put up was Corey playing uh, Middle of Earth, Middle Earth Shadow of War. Ding ding! You are right. Nine views. Yeah, that was the last one. We're uh, Far Cry from that video that Tito made for us that made it viral. Yeah. Yes, we are. Um, okay, feedback. So this one was meant for last week, uh, but Cameron got it in. I think we had just finished recording, I think, when this came. So so that, Cameron, if you're wondering why, we, I didn't read it. That's why uh, we had already finished the episode. So I'm going to read it this week. He says, Thumbstick Athletes. A uh, small week here, finally. So a few years ago, I played Bioshock Infinite and was enthralled with the world they created. It was an amazing game. So having never played the originals, I bought them when the remastered versions were released, based on the discussion on your podcast about them. So I just beat Bioshock 1, and let me tell you, Snoozeville, what a boring <laughs> game. And I and look, I've done my reading of Atlas Shrugged and The Fountainhead, but the philosophy as presented was just meh. And gameplay felt very dated, so now I'm cheating my way through Bioshock 2, so I just get story with no worrying about pesky things like dying and so far it's even worse but perhaps a replay of infinite is in order because it was amazing next uh, is a truly free-to-play mobile game called trench assault as both single player and can uh, single player and campaign it's a perfect little 16-bit trench game based on world war one I. I love it for a basic complete game it has it all and there is nothing like taking a first line of trenches building up an assault force bombarding them enemy trenches with uh, artillery and they're hearing the shrill whistle blast and your men going over the top into enemy, mach- enemy machine gun fire and they're watching a 16 bit bayonet bayon- bayonet fight I keep wanting to say bayonet I almost said bayonet <laughs> three times when I was reading that uh, I messaged a fellow Afghan vet with a screenshot and the simple question why aren't you playing trench assault he responded that he downloaded it and the next day I inquired by asking and and he sent me a screenshot of the battle and simply said, just finished level 49. You've ruined my life. And then at 3.30 a.m. the next morning, he messaged me that he had finished the campaign. So it's worth the play. I will definitely look into that. Uh, then played some more Fortnite and played about 10 games and got a nice victory royale with a great team yesterday. It's funny, guys. Some games I can't hit shit, but some games I leave with four or five good kills in clutch situations. But it's still the go-to game when time is short. Got the game codes and XCOM 2 runs and looks beautiful. I played the intro and really look forward to having some time to dive in. I guess the only other thing in my life is spring cleaning. I mentioned last summer that I bought an acre of land where my house is. Well, that means my last three days off were entirely spent chainsawing, wood chipping, and burning piles of crap wood that I don't want my house's wood heater. And as I was making some fancy chainsaw cuts and then doing maintenance and chain slack adjustments and unjamming my wood chipper, I could not help but think, like, man... Why does life not have level ups and boot, uh, boots and boosts and perks and cool sounds every time I complete an objective? Anyways, welcome back, Corey. I hope you made it to feedback without making your co-hosts uncomfortable. Hashtag me too. Hashtag time's up. <laughs> we love having you on, man, so keep it in your pants. And as for real, guys, sponsored episode. It has never been so hard to donate to a podcast, Cameron. All right, so first, let's talk about Bioshock. Uh, I have not played Bioshock, the original Bioshock in a very long time, so I, I can't comment. I, it might not hold up. Is Did he say he's if he's playing the remaster? He is playing the remaster versions. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, board, board. I think you and I, if he didn't play them when they came out, um, he might not 
kind of i guess like we played the game when it launched yeah so we might be nostalgic to that and deal with like the shortcomings of the actual gameplay yeah definitely there's um yeah because uh that that was like early 360 days when that game came out and i played the the crap out of it i i really like bioshock i did not like bioshock 2 so i totally feel he says he likes bioshock 2 less than than one and i'm in agreement there um but as i said it's probably been i don't know seven eight years since i last played it so bioshock Uh, one came out in 2007 okay yeah so we're way past 10 years for that and then the second one came out in 2010 and then obviously infinite was 2013 yep that was our game of the year that year yep much to Eric's chagrin. I will stand by that game until I die. Do I loved love Bioshock Infinite? Yeah. Uh, uh, Atlas Shrugged and Fountainhead. I also read Atlas Shrugged and Fountainhead. Uh, he, yeah, he's 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 right about the philosophy being a little off, I guess. Because um, the uh, one of the reasons Ken Levine did the Bioshock games was was based on the objectivism. Uh, philosophy of of Ayn Rand and the the Atlas Shrugged and, and Fountainhead, uh, so I also have an interest in those things. And uh, yeah, he, that that's kind of it's kind of like a a critique of objectivism because I guess he was Ken Levine was was fascinated with objectivism, and that's why he did uh, the Bioshock games, kind of you know in that that, that vein that vein. Yes, that's what I was going for. So. Definitely, though, a replay of Infinite. Uh, as I said, I try to play that every year. I started playing it a little bit early this year, um, and then we'll get back to it at, at some point. I want because I have it. not. I've not yet played it on my ultra wide, so or only a little bit. I haven't played through the whole thing. I'm thinking of buying that remaster just so I can play that. I think I saw it was on sale for thirty dollars recently. Uh, uh, so if you can get that and three other games with it, I think that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Trench Assault. I'm not familiar with that, but I will definitely look into it. Mobile game, correct? Yes, mobile game. Gotcha. Um, XCOM 2. I really liked XCOM 2. I know it gets hated on on this podcast a little bit, but you didn't like it, right, Will? Nope. I think it's because it ran so bad that it set me off. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they fixed at least some of the issues. I know some of them were like kind of unfixable, but um, a lot of it probably was at this point, you know, my, my processor and Ram are old in my computer. So that could be why it didn't run as well. Mm-hmm. My graphics card's fine. So it, that probably wasn't, wasn't the issue. It was probably my processor and Ram because games like that, that have a, a lot of AI running in the background and, and a lot of different things happening can, can stress out your system a little more than like a first person shooter or something Do- like that. A dookie dookie literature club. A <laughs> doki doki literature club. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think XCOM 2 is one of two games that ruined Corey's gaming. The other being Fallout 4. Fallout 4, yeah. Um, no, well, that, we blamed one game recently that was the downfall of Corey's gaming. What was it? What was oh, man. Game, wasn't it? It was a good game, too. He was just yeah, it was. stupid. <laughs> was it? I, it wasn't Hellblade, was it? It might uh, have been I, Hellblade. I, I, know. I know he didn't really like Hellblade. Yeah, he Which Hellblade. is crazy to me. Hellblade was awesome. Oh, man. I'm trying to remember if it was Hellblade or it was another game where Corey was just, like, cranky towards for no reason. 
Uh, I don't know. Corey is, I don't, you haven't listened to Around the NFL, Dan. No. Corey is our Mark Sussler. Okay. Just like, kind of, Corey's the most out there between the three of us. uh, And Mark is the most like out there and the most like kind of interesting. Okay. Um, So I equate Corey to Mark Sussler. Nice. For anybody who's listened to that podcast. He's going to text us next week when he listens to this. Yeah, because <laughs> he still he does still listen. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. All right. Um, being a woodsman, we're we're familiar with that. We, me and Will, worked on a golf course for many years, so we did a lot of, uh, not necessarily chainsawing, but uh, clearing clearing brush and burning burning, you know, scrap stuff. Oh yeah, fun times chopping down trees. We would just be getting ready to gear up for uh, opening. Yeah. yeah, or we would already be opened. Probably already be open mid March. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as for the sponsored episode, yeah, we we haven't forgotten about you. Um, yeah, it is hard to donate to our podcast, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd think well, that would be something we'd have figured out at this point, but well, we kind of want all four of us to be yeah. on. But that that was my thought, and I don't know when that's going to happen. Or even if you like Cameron, if you don't care, you know, maybe maybe just when three of us are on, uh, if you want to do a sponsored, uh, yeah, a, a lot of it too is uh, the last minute nature of us getting everything together, you know. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Especially that's... this week, this week everything was thrown thrown together at the last minute. It was funny, like, usually, like, we delayed the podcast, and I was like, while I'm sitting here, I'm going to tweet it out, so I tweeted it out, and then, like, a couple minutes later, you had also tweeted it out. Did I, well, I put a thing on Facebook. Yep. Did, and I, that and also went, tweets. Yeah, and I went to our Twitter, too, so I was like, ah, so Dan's on it, too, so. <laughs> Which is weird, because usually no one would do anything about that. We would get asked by well, somebody. Yeah. Hey, you guys still recording tonight? Oh, dang it forgot again we forgot to do it yeah all right uh so that was from cameron uh that again he was that was supposed to be read last week uh so this is from narc who says uh this is Corey saying i wanted a dragon ball z birthday cake and she thought i was kidding but he says of course she did it would be like her asking you for an easy bake oven for her birthday (laughs) absolutely That's a good line right there. That's a good line. (laughs) All right. Next is from Tate who says, Hey guys, I wanted to get my last piece in about master chief shepherd debate. Then last week you argued that shepherd had to face greater, a greater threat than master chief did because he was facing uh, the reapers that could wipe out all life in the galaxy. Let me just ask, what was the purpose and threat of the halo rings? Then both of these men had to face galaxy wide, all life threatening enemies. That is all I've left to say. I've been playing far cry five and man, what a fun game. I got attacked by a cult, a bear and a Turkey <laughs> all within a span of a couple of a couple of minutes. Montana is wild. Uh, I have a new matchup for you guys to debate today. Who wins in a fight between an army of flood and an army of husks for a mass effect? Have a good one, gents. Taterade out. I guess I had forgotten what the flood was was all about. Was that a galaxy wide like extinction thing? So my that was actually going to ask what the rings were for exactly because I got like I in my opinion the reapers are the be all and end all to a threat you know yeah. like that is the highest form of a galaxy threat 
Um, yeah, I don't uh, being, know it being, being like a synthetic, uh, synthetic life form, you know, and the uh, size of planet machine. Yeah, as as big as they are. Yeah. Whereas the I feel like the flood is uh, well, they're squishy for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but second, they don't they require other species to like transport them around. Yeah, they don't transport mean, themselves through space, right? They can wipe out stuff on an individual planet, right? But that's that's it. I mean, there was I don't the, know, I, I don't know that Halo. Right? Okay. Yeah. See, I don't remember my Halo lore as much as as my Mass Effect lore. Yeah. Same. Because I'm still kind of, I think I still might be in the camp of Master Chief, but I do think that, as you said, Shepard had a greater, yeah, greater threat. Yeah, I just from what I remember, I feel like the the Reapers were, uh, like you like you said, artificial intelligence, you know, or very intelligent artificial intelligence, yeah, uh, designed to harvest life in the galaxy every few years. I don't remember what what was the the reasoning behind the development of the flood. Should we look it up? It has something to do with the forerunners, which is right. like the ancient the ancient race. So, so maybe we're we're not talking about that different of a thing here. Um but I still still feel like the you know the machine nature of the Reapers is is tougher than the squishy uh-huh. flood. Halo Halo rings and how they work. Um So when one ring is fired up, or all the others on fire as well in Halo 2, the abrupt shutdown of installation 05 put all the rings on standby, stating, let's see what the top comment here is, actually. Um, a too long to read, basically. Yeah, but I just want to see somebody saying, this means that. Right. Uh, oh, man, I'm going to have to do a lot of reading, actually. Yeah, We'll save it. Yeah, this is going to be something we're going to have to read about before we can before we can answer them. Yeah. Um, and I believe that's it for feedback. Oh, I do want to say, to answer his question about the husks or the flood, mm-hmm. I'd probably say the flood. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's the second part of the question. Let me call that up. Uh, and a new matchup for you guys to debate today. Who wins in a fight between an army of flood and an army of husks from Mass Effect? I would say flood. Flood? I think they're more aggressive. Yeah. Because yeah. I never remember being... Well, wait, do the husks... Okay, so when we're talking about husks, you know the banshees or whatever? The witches or whatever they're called? Yes. I can't... Does all that those, count? Yes. Ooh, yeah, they're, just... they're just the husks of all the all the different races. Even the, I mean, even the Krogan ones. I would guess, right? That That's, that's got to count. Ooh, alright, I gotta I got change my answer then. Probably the husks then. Yeah. Because I was just thinking human husks, which were not that big of a deal. I never struggled trying to kill them. No, it was the the Turian husks that were bad. The Asari husks were were bad, and the obviously the Krogan ones were pretty bad too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I would say the husks probably. Yeah. Again, the flood are a squishy, very squishy enemy. Definitely. So this is uh, this is something that's a little little harder physically yeah and i would say the flood is more aggressive but i think the husks are harder hitting by a lot the the flood can only do stuff against organic enemies right like soft enemies 
it's not really going to do anything to what's essentially a robot, right? Because they I, they couldn't get in they couldn't get into like the library uh, into into the ships of the the human soldiers, right? If I remember correctly, there's a time when you go in inside of a ship. I don't know. Well, see, in Halo, I, it's it's been too long since I played Halo. I need to replay the Halo series. Is is basically what I'm saying. I think yeah. I think I'm being too much of the lore. <laughs> I'm being. This is Tate, right? Yeah. I think Tate has prompted a podcast-wide Halo run and Mass Effect run. Yeah, I, I recently played through the Mass Effect games again, so I, I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was almost done with Halo 3. I, it was last year before Andromeda came out. I wanted to go through all the Mass Effect games. That's right. I beat 1 and 2. I didn't quite beat 3. Okay. Man, that is now, definitely more fresh in my mind. These are good questions. They are good questions. Yeah, I, uh, Tay, I think I'm going to go with the husks on this one. I think I just think they're, they'd be tougher. Yeah, I mean those witches. I think were they banshees? I was think they called? And those banshees were mean. Yeah, I remember playing that on insanity, and like when one would come at me, I'd be like, no. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff right there. All right. Oh, we had one more piece of feedback on Facebook, which I will get right now. Ooh. It was pond hockey feedback. Nice, nice. Yeah, I hope it's somebody calling us out for. Picking the That's exactly levels. what it was. <laughs> yes. Uh, come on. Sorry, sorry Reefer. We were, we're wrong. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> thinking back on it, I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, <laughs> I don't. I I wasn't thinking. Is I must have blacked out or something when I when I picked the. Uh, the devils of the lightning we said it was the most upset potential well actually we did pick we did legit pick the devils didn't we yeah um which now i go back i'm like yeah i mean and i think you brought up the point that the devils really like have one one line one player yeah it's taylor hall and if he doesn't score i'll do all the scoring himself they're they're not gonna win so i'm pretty sure he had points he had a goal and an assist. Yeah, which was they had two point or they had two goals that game, right? The um, Devils, two goals. Yep. So he had okay. one goal and assisted on the second one, and it wasn't even like I feel like it deflect like bounced off of the player in front of the net. So it was really Taylor Hall scoring that goal. Goal also, it just happened to bounce off of a Devil in front. But Taylor Hall is involved in a hundred percent of Devils <laughs> playoff goals this year. Yes, he is. Uh, so yeah, he says pond hockey feedback. The Devils, <laughs> really? Enough said. <laughs> uh, yeah, you bring, you bring up good, all good points. And you know what? We also thought the Flyers could do it. Which after the game one, we're like that. We are so stupid. Well, but they made us it, look smart tonight. So yeah, that was all the series. Like I, uh, I don't think I got any of them right. No, no I picked the Blue Jackets. Blue and Jackets you got first game. You pick, you pick Boston too. I picked Boston. I picked Nashville. Those are the three I got right. I got five wrong in the first, the first round. The the first the, after the first games because I picked Vegas or I picked L.A. who lost to Vegas. Uh, we, we didn't pick many, did we? No, no, you're right. So it would be four split. four. Yeah, four four. That's okay. And, yeah, okay. So that's not too bad, but <laughs> I yeah when. 
there was a moment in that that uh, lightning devils game where it was three two yeah i was like well me you know what maybe we're not so dumb and then i checked later and it was five two and i was like yep we're dumb we're dumb <laughs> yeah sorry reefer we just it just we're really feeling it at the time and yeah feeling the feeling the whole underdog vibe well, yeah, because, you know, I'm very, very much in the foothold of Vegas right now. So I'm like, you know, the underdogs are going to do it. And I just kind of went a little crazy. Yeah. Which, incidentally, Vegas is up one nothing right now. Yeah. Who scored? Uh, Tuck. T- oh, OK. Yeah, so. I'll, be, I'll be flipping that on when, when we get done recording. Me too. I love I know this isn't pond hockey, but I do want to say it was very, very satisfying watching the expansion team pretty much dominate most of the game yeah it's so funny to me to watch that okay let's do the game giveaway so we have four right four pieces of feedback yep so one through four generates we have cameron narc uh tate and then reefer four so reefer four four oh reefer okay reefer so you uh get to win a game for us picking against your team yeah. One through 176. And Alex picked uh, Rainbow Six Siege, so I'll, I'll text Eric tomorrow. See okay, if he'll cool. send me the code. So I can take that one off, actually. Boom. All right. One through 175 now. Uh, let me just take, take a second to write Reefer on here. I think there's a couple games I still have to send out too. Oh, uh, there will perpetually always be games that need to go out. Yeah, I, I'll sit down eventually and I'll I'll send them all out and try to get caught up. With podcasting stuff, I'm so far behind. Like I have seven episodes of a music podcast that I haven't even edited yet. Yeah, just sitting there. All right, so your first game is 118, and it's got some city imposters. Uh huh. Um, I feel like Eric liked that one or wanted to play that one. That a first person shooter? Maybe. I'm gonna call it up. While you do that, thirty two is the next game, which is Punch Club. I know nothing about Punch Punch Club. Club. That's the boxing indie. Oh really? Is it good? Um might be interested. I've heard it's good. I think it gets repetitive, but I think it's good. Okay. 147, Intrusion 2. Don't know anything about that one. Uh, 63. And that is Thomas Was Alone, which is a Dan game. So. Okay. That and last but not least. One sec. Gotham City Imposters is a first-person competitive shooter. Or maybe this is just a mode. So next one's 27. The Secret Order 2. Masked Intent. Okay. Don't know anything about that one. This list has lost a lot of its uh, luster with Fairy Bloom Freesia being gone. It's true. Fairy Bloom Freesia is gone. It lost a lot of character. (laughs) Who won that one? Do you remember? No. Whoever it was, was it like Tate or Cameron or Alex yeah. or somebody? But one of them said that they were going to play it. Yeah. It so, was... 
I think it was Cameron. I don't know. Cameron or Tate, yeah. But so refer, your options are Gotham City Imposters, Professional Kit, whatever whatever that means, Punch Club, Intrusion Two, Thomas Was Alone, and The Secret Order Two, Masked Intent. Mm-hmm. Um Thomas Was Alone, good stuff. And I Punch Club, from what I hear, is good. So Yeah. Punch Club sounds pretty probably cool. your two best choices. Um what was that MMO that was the, the secret, secret world? Okay. When I saw the secret order, I thought it was that until I saw the two in mask intent. Cause I was going to say, Oh, that's a pretty good one too. But yeah, but well, it is not that, uh, hopefully back to Thursday recording for next week. I know generally that's easier for us. Not so much this week, but, um, yeah, we'll have a topic. Don't know what it'll be the week. I think, not next week, but the week after is when we'll do God of War, most likely. Yeah. Uh, well, I you said you wanted to try to get through it, but I think it, I'll be able com- to. It comes out on Tuesday, right? Oh, does it? I think Wait, so. The it's the twentieth. It's a week from today, so it comes out on Friday. Friday. So, so yeah, it'll 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 it'll, it'll it'll be the week after that we do God of War. Definitely. If my schedule is for real, I should be. Able, I honestly could blitz through it and be done with it. Yeah. So, yeah, next week, not sure yet, and uh, and then God of War 3. Mm-hmm. So yep. uh, that'll do it for episode 351 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Will. Crickets. Cricket, 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 cricket. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.